Hey listeners, this is Kelsey and Nate here from the Emergency Medical Minute, and we are excited to tell you about our next big event, Untamed, an event about medicine and wilderness and wilderness as medicine. Picture this. You are canyoneering in the San Rafael Desert, the most remote desert in the United States, and suffer an unfortunate fall that leaves your right hand pinned by a boulder. Posed by the threat of death by dehydration, you have to choose between your life or your limb. Our keynote speaker, Aaron Ralston, portrayed by the film 127 Hours, was in this exact position. Guests will hear Aaron's story, along with other inspiring tales of survival. Guests will also hear from a panel of medical experts on how to survive the wilderness and embrace it as a form of medicine. Tickets and event information are available on our Facebook page and website, emergencymedicalminute.com. So what I was going to talk a little bit about is uh, neonatal vomiting. Uh, so as a springboard for the case, uh, or the springboard for the discussion, I was going to uh, present a case of a four-week-old who presented uh, with vomiting. So what are the components of the history and the exam that you'd want to hear about or elicit from the patient if you were evaluating that patient? Yeah. So it was a previous full-term uh, male. Uh, born at 36 weeks, no neonatal complications thus far, uh, so went home, uh, status post at normal spontaneous vaginal delivery uh, on uh, day of life three uh, with mom. <coughs> I've been doing well up until uh, the day of presentation. What's that? Eating habits, bowel habits. Eating habits, bowel habits, yeah. So uh, breastfed uh, uh, for the first couple months of life uh, and then was converted to a bottle uh, and had no sort of issues of sort of things like spitting up uh, after eating, wasn't sort of a colicky baby, and had sort of normal form stools, uh, non-diarrheal stools, uh, no diarrhea, uh, or reported constipation prior to the day of presentation. Right, so yeah, no fever at home, had been doing well, uh, just started having vomiting, uh, and then was sort of intractable vomiting for the last sort of two or three hours, uh, parents were reasonable, uh, didn't seem sort of anxious, uh, uh, but were appropriately concerned. What's that? Good question. Good question. Right. So no, no antecedent trauma, nothing seemed sketchy about the presentation. Uh, non-accidental trauma would be sort of a big concern. And then regarding projectile vomiting, uh, no projectile vomiting. Um, what were you getting at with that? So pyloric stenosis, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's <clears throat> sort of good background. One other thing that uh, uh, would be sort of important to ask is if the vomiting was bilious. Uh, bilious vomiting in general represents just you, you equate it with a surgical emergency uh, in a neonate. So as far as the differential diagnosis, we touched on a few of the things. You know, gastrointestinal, there's some benign things, uh, things like reflux or uh, formula intolerance that you generally have some antecedent history to. Uh, there's uh, other surgical conditions like uh, pyloric stenosis, uh, duodenal atresia, or some congenital strictures, which can occur in other areas of the gastrointestinal tract. But the classic one is pyloric stenosis, which is sort of a two-month-old male that has projectile vomiting, vomiting literally that goes, shoots across the room. Um, that's worked up with an ultrasound and it's treated with surgery. So that's an important sort of surgical consideration. 
intracranial, uh, things that can cause intracranial, uh, uh, increased uh, 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 intracranial pressure. Uh, so sometimes kids can get benign uh, tumors, uh, hydrocephalus, but NAT is something that you certainly have to be uh, vigilant for. Um, and then infectious causes, so things that can give you fever. So neonatal meningitis, pyelonephritis, they can get gastroenteritis. So those are the sort of three big categories. So in this kid that presented, uh, uh, as far as uh, the presentation, it was for bilious vomiting. So the concern was for, you know, the condition that it's classic for. Yeah, so volvulus. So mid-gut volvulus. And the substrate for that is uh, malrotation. So it ends up that 10th, 11th week of uh, gestational age, the fetus, the gut rotates. Uh, so... Uh, the cecum and the appendix uh, rotate into the right lower quadrant. Malrotation is just the description of where it uh, incompletely rotates. And it actually gets what are called LADS bands, which fixate the cecum and the appendix sort of towards the right upper quadrant. <laughs> Emergency Medical Minute is and always will be about free medical education. Medicine's most prolific podcast is successful because of our supporters, donors, and of course, our listeners. Please like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. And if you support spreading free medical education, please donate at our website, emergencymedicalminute.com. As always, keep listening.